Hey, this is actress Carissa Lee Staples, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast. Welcome to the O Brother Podcast with hosts Dan and Mike Smith, brothers from the same mother with different opinions on movies, TV, video games, and more, plus celebrity interviews. Get ready, get set, it's time for the O Brother Podcast. Welcome to the Old Brother Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Smith. Alongside me, as always, my brother from the same mother, Mike Smith. Halloween Fest rolls on. You know what? It's like the post office. It's like, you know, nor heat, nor sleet, or nice shirt. Mike showing off his I Got a Rock t-shirt, which is, of course, the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Uh, and reference. I already got my rock for this Halloween. Yeah, no well, that's rocks. what I was. That's what I was saying. The, um, you know, the the the, the postal service uh, slogan yeah. for years, right? It's like no matter what, the blizzard, you know, yeah. we still deliver the mail. It's no different with the Old Brother podcast. You know, fractured ribs. Uh, you know, you name whatever the ailment is. I've got not going to miss an episode. <laughs> not going to miss kidney an episode, stone. Please. We're kidney on kidney stones. Yeah, you've had kidney stones on the air. I have. Like been in progress with with people not even knowing it, right? So, you know. this episode is no different. Mike uh, forging on here in the interest of uh, keeping Halloween Fest alive and no Gotta delay. Keep it rolling. Got to keep it rolling, which is the fact that you're uh, you're half the man you used to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to snap it off and make a girlfriend. What's that? My rib. Oh, I see. Is that Just a like biblical the big reference? Man. That's a biblical thing. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, on that note, <laughs> Next, to, let's dive getting in. on to Megan. Yeah. So we're we're gonna be talking about Model Three Generative Android, aka Megan. I didn't realize that was the whole thing with the name, but well, that, you that just is. taught me something. Oh, you didn't realize that? No. It, it's mentioned in the beginning of the film, but all yeah. right. So we're talking about Megan now. We we I, we. Contemplated doing this kind of back when it came out. Now, this originally was released January 6th, 2023. Uh, it is since uh, now, as of this recording, it's on Peacock. It came, it landed on Peacock in February, uh, and the Blu-ray is out now, I think, in March. Yeah, you know what's happening, which is really odd, is movies are showing up on streaming. Then they show up on 4K or Blu-ray. And a lot of times there's sure. a delay. You get the Blu-ray and then you got to wait a month for the 4K. So I don't know what's going on with the distributors. Is that a commentary on the physical digital media argument? Well, uh, I'll tell you, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, you're, you're, you're locked in for now. I've for seen now, a little it'll be bit me, of... Be me and the one company that still makes them. Much like your ribs, I've seen a little bit of a hairline crack in the foundation of your, yeah. you know, commitment to physical media, but, um, and plenty of people out there in, in your camp as well. I'm, as you know, except for Halloween. Right. And a few other exceptions, maybe Godfather, I'm full on digital. So now, uh, as I said, the Blu-ray DVD came out March. So what, so you mentioned the 4k, is that, what's the release on that? Is that already out or it's not out? Yet? I'm not sure if it's out yet. Okay. Last time I checked, it wasn't, but okay. that was a, maybe, you know, that was pre- when I had full ribs. Now this this had some delays, maybe not 
as much as others, but this was somewhat impacted by COVID. Uh, it was because the filming wrapped in August of 2021. Oh, okay. So this had been in the can for a while. And um, they've already greenlit Megan too. They have. And, and we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. But um, so let, let me run down kind of just the sort of uh, the highlights here as, as we typically do. It's got a PG-13 rating. Uh, you're looking at a runtime about an hour and 42 minutes, uh, directed by Gerard Johnstone, written by Akela Cooper in collaboration with uh, James Wan, uh, produced by Jason Bloman and James Wan, who you've talked about a lot recently during Halloween Fest. Curious to see what your thoughts are on James Wan as we get through this episode. Uh not tipping the hat, but uh, you know, might be a little indication. There I think I think an indication. Now the cast here. Let's just give a little, you know, a few of the, the the main players here. Allison Williams plays Gemma, who of course is oh, was that the, Allison Williams, the daughter of Brian Williams, yeah. of course, from MSNBC, NBC fame. Yeah. How did I not pick up on that? Oh, I thought you would have known that going in. Yeah. I I should have because I mm. like her. Yeah, yeah. So Allison Williams, uh, Violet McGraw, who plays the uh, her niece, Katie, and I'll have you set up the synopsis so you can kind of mm-hmm. reference Katie. Um, and I do want to say we did a recent episode on the black phone, the old black phone. The old and black phone. that starred one of the young actors in that film was Madeline McGraw. They're sisters. Wow. Ronnie Chang uh, plays David and then Amy Donald is the sort of physical actor behind Megan. And we can talk about the effects and all that sort of stuff. This was put up by Universal Pictures, uh, of course. And anybody that's been on TikTok in the last few months uh, or has been to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios East or West Coast has seen by now the Megan flash mob, which is very... Mm. I actually love it. Every time I see it, I, I can't it's stop It's more like a it. flash crowd. I wouldn't call it a flash mob. There's only about six of them. There's a few more than that. Yeah. But that's what you would refer to that as. They just kind of spontaneously appear. Right. And right. they do this dance and all of that. So, right. all right. Give us the very brief synopsis of Megan. Okay. So, Allison Williams has this job making like Furbies. Remember Furbies? Were the- I love how you take her... High profile career as a robotics engineer and say she makes Furbies. <laughs> well, that's Mike what boils she does. it down to making furry pets. Uh, but see, you said cut it, and I was like, okay, you're fair, fair enough. Go ahead. Sliced it right. I digress. So, anyway, the company, the, the boss is screaming mad because uh, somebody copied their Furby, and he says, I want the next big thing. I want it now. I want it Monday. I want it Friday. I want it today. So she has to go off with her team and create some new Furby. And they wind up getting this uh, this robotic skeleton. And they put a face on it and they start playing with it. And somewhere in the uh in the process they come up with a doll Mike? Megan. Mike's synopsis of the film sounds about as convoluted as the uh, well, the film itself. I think that was pretty good com- considering well, a, what's ahead. A couple of p- important details there, though, is that, first of all, she 
you mentioned the, the Furby, which I love because that's a reference from like 20 years ago now. Right. So that, that's not even a current reference, but it's a good, it's a good comparison. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like perpetual pet is what they called it yeah. in the film. It's like this virtual pet, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she works for this toy company called Funky or Funkai, Funky or whatever. Yeah. And this is a side project that you're describing that she's been working on, which is this robot. Right. right, this companion robot, and when he that you, demands that she get something, she has to kind of go to her side project. Yeah, but she's not. She see, she's all in on that, and coming from the standpoint that this is a toy that could replace the need for all other toys. Like this is a one and done. If you get this toy, you don't need any other 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 toys. And and her boss David, played by Ronnie Chang, is basically saying. You know, he shows her a commercial from a competitor that has basically the same Furby, mm-hmm. right? Toy. Exact same. Right. And he's like, they're half making the price. it half the price. Right. So I need you to come up with a new prototype for our Furby and I need it yesterday. Right. But she's so committed to this other side project she's got. She ends up delaying the work and 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 tells him, I need to push back the deadline on this Furby project about a week. Right. Now, what we're not talking about here is what happens in the opening of the film that pairs her with her niece. Right. Katie. Her sister and and uh, husband are driving. They get into a car accident. They're both killed. Uh, Katie was in the car, but she survives. And I guess in the will or whatever, her custody is given to the sister, which is Allison. You know, it, it, I was pleased to see because I felt, you know, the, I felt. Uh, some, um, I was very distraught for the child and Allison, uh, his character Gemma, but was pleased to see that they were able to get through their grief in about two and a half minutes. You know, they were able to, they pushed through, I think they it was rallied. Three. Yeah. I mean, they went from hating each other to her having zero parental skills to, hey, you want me to flip some pancakes? You know, it was just kind of right. silly. But, but, the, but, but again, to finish off the kind of synopsis and setting up the story is that, you know, Gemma is also looking at the finishing of this robotic or robot right. project to serve as a companion for Katie. P- because as you said, she's got no parenting skills herself, clearly. Right. Right. And so this will be, you know, this, this, and look, this is not a new, um, this is not an original idea, right? Tech has been babysitting kids for years. And in the seventies, it was called television. That's right. Right. It's been, it's no different. It's no different. We were sat in front of a TV for absolutely eight hours and we liked it. That's right. And, and, and that's really a big part of the premise here and in the message behind the film, right. Is that there's a potential for us to take technology too far, right. To the point where it replaces much needed human interaction, parenting, et cetera. Right. Right. And that's the one thing that's kind of in the news now that's relevant to this movie is this discussion of AI. What's going to happen when the robots get smarter than us. That's and right. that's the way it's going. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, my iPhone can, you know, can get itself home better than me. Now, I got to tell you, let's dive into it by, so there's the setup, okay? 
Now, Rotten, I'm jumping to the ratings real quick because that needs to frame where we're going to go with this because I'm already like telepathy is kicked in and I already know where you're at with this film. Yeah. But 93% wow. from the critics, 78% from the audience. And it's got about a 72 meta score at IMDb. So how many, how many people reviewed it? How many critics is, reviewed it? Two? That's over 300. That's over 300. See, now, that's why I hate Rotten Tomatoes. This has only happened a few times in the show, right? Where I come on here and looking at the ratings and the reviews and things, and then I watch it and I'm like, wow, I'm on a completely different planet. We got to get the O Brother score happening pretty soon. Yeah. Well, let's give the let's give the 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 rundown at least because I I, this wasn't a great film. This was no. not. This is not a ninety-three percent critical. And, and you know, film. like Black Phone. Remember, I said I was into it. I was into it. This one, I got maybe ten minutes into it. But I'll tell you what really tanked it mm. is when Megan became a real girl, and it was so obvious because she was moving like this, and then all of a sudden she's you know flipping people and slicing people's necks and right, it was just stupid that's true yeah i mean there was there was a lot i had a problem with with this film and and again we're two of few from what i can tell because most people seem to like enjoy i can't film. believe it's got a a, a a house at universal right along well, with and icons. it's greenlit for a sequel now correct but that's based on you look at the budget was like 12 million or something right, and it's made right. what a hundred million dollars it's so like you, you have to go through right. the sequel at that point but, but i would like to know who's liking this well the, these are a few of the issues i had with it right because now if you look at the, the behind there's a there's a featurette you can see out on youtube about the film and you can look up different interviews and things and read about it but it was intentional the, the, the director, I guess, is known for this kind of bringing this campy sort of humor to mm -hmm. a film, but also trying to balance it with the drama and the thriller aspect of it. Right. But that just made it really silly to me from the beginning. And things like this, right? You mentioned that you set it up talking about the loss of her parents and this and that. You got to give something that like that a little bit more time to breathe in the film. This was right. like her parents were killed in a horrific crash. And like two minutes on and we're good. Here's your new mom. But no real signs of grief. I feel like you got to let that breathe a little bit in the film. You know, they built, the, they built Megan in like two minutes. Right. Like that whole montage. It was like two minutes. Right. Right. There was no build up to that. And it was very kind of silly. Honestly, you get two thirds into the film. The, the only part that I enjoyed for a brief moment was that whole bit about the dance, the Megan dance, which is what they're doing at Halloween Horror Nights. And this was a big thing when the trailer came out. There was all this, should we put that in the trailer? Should we hold it for the theater? Whatever. They decided to include that in the trailer back when that came out. And that's what got all this buzz on social media going about it. So it turned out to be a good move. Right. But that's like the only thing that I got a kick out kick out of uh, in the film you know I, yeah we've talked about this before too i got up more than once was walking around doing chores and things and this is a <laughs> 90 minute film right not paying attention so i was just really the acting in the film was not 
Good. Even Allison Williams, sweet. who I normally like, she was in Get Out, I think. With she Jordan was. She Peele. was in Girls, the series Girls. Yeah, and uh, even she was kind of stiff. Even I think she was like, stiff. what am I doing in this movie? Yeah. And she just kind of had this stiffness to her, like like uh, Molly Shannon, the girl with that, that doesn't move her arms on well, Seinfeld. Not, not even the physical acting, but the just the, the delivery of lines. Yeah, was just very kind of kind of robotic. Yeah, you know? it was kind of robotic. And, and do you agree with me that when eventually Megan gets more enhanced and and all of a sudden? It flips on a like on a dime. Yeah, she goes from to right. Well, I suppose what the argument might be is that she, you know, the whole idea behind the technology is that she's learning. Right, the more that she's interacting with Katie and humans, she's learning, she's correcting, she's adapting, etc. But yeah, in terms of the physical movement, it, it got silly. It was like. You know, she was going to do the flashpoint. I one, know. At, at one point. But. All she didn't do was run around in circles to go back in time and get the older Megans. It's a good concept, which is, again, it's not an original idea. In fact, James Watt, Annabelle. Right. Annabelle. Annabelle. There's plenty of others you can go back to. I mean, Chucky. 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 Right. But it's so good. It's a good idea but very poor execution yeah very poor execution. that's what i thought there's a scene where she uh gemma in takes katie to some gathering in a in in, a, in the redwood forest or something which is kind of mm -hmm. weird to play with other kids so i forget what that was but they they go and she's basically bringing her to socialize with other kids right mm -hmm. and she begs to bring megan with her because at first gemma's like no we're not you know, she's not coming, et cetera. She gives in. She brings Megan. She sets Megan over against a tree with a bunch of other dolls and toys and things, <laughs> right? Which was totally goofy. Right. But then there's this kid, Brandon, this character right. they introduced. Like a was bully kind of kid. just horrible, this kid. Yeah. Yeah. The acting, and I'm sorry, it was just not good. And you could see it coming from a mile away. This kid was going to get it. Right. You know, and, and it just was kind of goofy and she's running through the woods like a, you know, chasing like after him at one point, like a yeah. weird, I, I don't know. It was just yeah. very bizarre. But like you said earlier, I, what's the attraction here? What did people love? I don't know because I don't get those it. Those numbers set suggest we're in the minority here. Although it's a C rating from the audience, it's not like A plus, right? I mean, it's I'm shocked that the critical rating, the, the critical rating stuns it, people on Rotten Tomatoes should be thrown off. Well, you've said that for years on the you show know. that you know you don't give much. I got to say, though, some of the music was maybe more memorable than like Disney uh, films of of maybe I I didn't even get there. You know, mentally, I wasn't even with that. When did you check out exactly? At what point? I, I don't know. It was early because it was so stiff. Yeah. And l like you said, the car accident. And then it's like, OK, we're done with that. Here's your new mom. <laughs> You like her, right? <laughs> oh, it was just, I was just done. Right. I, you know? And, and you could... And again, I don't, you know, I watch all these other stupid movies like Saw and Chucky and Freddy. Right, I've got them second. all. Why are you saying stupid? 
Well, uh, yeah, I'm saying it because they're not, it, it, you know, these are not going to be nominated that, for any kind of Academy Award. I don't think I would call it stupid. No, I'm not. I, I didn't mean stupid. It, that's just the word that came out. Right. Okay. That was just the <laughs> the adjective I used. Yeah. I yeah. would call them kind of, you know, camp movies, you know, mm-hmm. like right. you go to the camp and they show a movie and it's yeah. Friday or the 13th. Back back in the old days, the uh, drive-in. Yeah. This would be a great drive-in. Yeah, movie. exactly. But, dude, I just, what are they going to do for a sequel with this? It's I Megan mean, Megan 2.0 is the sequel. Right. It's the original title. You know, they took a, they spent a lot of time and, and that was greenlit that. very early on. Yeah. That they were doing a sequel. Well, it's like you said, if you make that kind of money, you can guarantee a green light. Yeah. Well, so. I think, I think once the opening weekend came and went, they were like, okay, sequels on. I think that's, that's what it was. It was one of those movies that came out at the right time, took in a bunch of cash over a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. They bumped it up a week, I believe, to avoid some competition with actually A Man Called Otto was one of the films, which we did a review on the show about that. Yeah, totally, totally different audience. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. I don't know why they thought no. that was going to cut into the uh, the bottom right, line. But right. yeah, this was this. I just didn't really care for it. Yeah, you know, it's not one that I would pull out again and watch. No, it's not one any, I would even get. I don't have any interest in, in seeing the sequel. And it's just, you know, I feel like Blumhouse, right? We've reviewed a lot of these films yeah. on the podcast. And they're and really hit and miss. They're very hit and miss. Well, I don't know. I just, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about with this no. one. I got to be honest. No. I can't no, pretend that it. there's a lot to break down and analyze. Just not a great film. No, we're done. You know, so we're done. Listen, Mike, Halloween Fest is going to continue to roll on. We've got some super exciting things happening. One of them I want to mention, again, as of this recording, the O Brother Podcast, the one and only O Brother Podcast, Mike, is going to be where? In Orlando. We're going to be in Orlando at the 20-year uh, Spooky Empire Convention in Orlando. So if you happen to be visiting the area during the end of October, October 27th through the 29th, Mike and I are going to be live at Spooky Empire all weekend. Come up and Mike, say hello. I, I cannot express how stoked I am to be there. This is if I'm not sipping martinis with Kiefer Sutherland, come up and say hello. Sounds like you've already sounds like you've already been dipping into the martinis. Well, you know, (laughs) Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, no, you got my broken rib. The lineup is incredible. Spooky Empire. The dark side of Comic Con. Make sure that if you're in the area, you come out and say hello. We're going to have a table there all weekend. Uh, looking forward to, to you know covering that whole week. We'll do event. at least you know a show a day from there. I would. We're going to be imagine. live streaming throughout that whole weekend. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. Now, if you're not currently following us, make sure that you do. And the easiest way to find all things O Brother is to go out to the, the O Brother official website, Mike, which is o h b is in brother podcast dot com. Now, this is our um, YouTube handle, which is at O Brother Podcast, but. You can uh, you can go out to the uh, o, the official website ohbpodcast.com. You can find all the links to all of our other sites. Don't Instagram. be fooled by any on other brothers. Often imitated, never duplicated, my friend. It's the one and only right. brother podcast. But make sure that you follow us there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
Uh, like our videos, turn on the notification bell, make sure that you do that so you never miss a, an episode of the O Brother Podcast. Some great uh, other episodes and content that are being pushed out every week. We've got O Brother Rewind. We've got O Brother on the Street. We've got yeah, tomorrow. Oh, no, tonight. Tonight, as we, it's well, too late to talk as of people. this as of this recording. Yeah, right. But right. Uh, so lots of content out there for you to enjoy, uh, and we're on all podcast platforms too. So if you enjoy uh, listening to your podcast and watching your podcast, like I do, uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our iHeartRadio, like wherever you find your your podcast. That's everywhere. YouTube Music, we're everywhere. But yeah, that's gonna do it, Mike. This is uh, this is a, this is a very. I was uh, disappointed. Out. Very. Disappointing. I, I I wanted you know I saw a nice tight nice tight film. I wanted to to just you know that's the one thing about horror films. You just get away. Mm-hmm. You just kind of like go somewhere else with your brain. Right. And I really was looking forward to that. It, yeah, it I went somewhere happen. else. I went in the next room and I was doing yeah. laundry while this was My on. brain left but never came back. Now, you're if you're in disagreement with us and and we often say uh, on the uh, on the the podcast that this, we're just giving our opinion. It's just our take right. on it. We're not claiming to be right or you're wrong whatever, but we do love to hear from you. So if you love Megan, if you agree yes. with us, whatever your take is on it, drop us some comments on the video and, and let us know your thoughts. We love interacting with with everybody out there, and uh, uh, you know we we don't pass any judgment. It's just you know we 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 have our opinion, you have yours. So um, I would like to hear thoughts on this one though, because yeah. again, it's not an overwhelming rating from the audience in terms of like Rotten Tomatoes, but you know. It it made some banks, so clearly you know it was yeah. well received overall. But and those numbers don't lie. Even the audience number, which is lower, which is mm-hmm. a C, still pretty high to me. It is, yeah. Well, it's very close to B rating, so yeah, it's a little, yeah. it's a little too high for for my liking. Yeah. But all right, well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Over the Podcast. I'm your host Dan Smith, alongside me as always, my brother from the same mother, Mike Smith, and we will see you next time. Ooh, everyone. This is Cindy Busby, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast.